Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That? With me, Holly Frew. And me, Ronan Warfield. How are you doing, Ronan? I am good. Our late night recording. I know, we're recording this. Somebody had to watch Love Island. Yeah, Ronan. Yeah, that's that's someone as me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Literally, the person responsible for uh, for bringing Love Island to your home, Ronan Warfield. That would be be me, also. Yes, thank you, (laughs) thank you very much for good, for better, for worse. Yeah, yeah. Well done. You did a stellar job tonight. I must say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I actually a flawless job. I missed it on Friday, so I I was actually I watched Fridays and Sundays this evening, and so I actually haven't watched tonight's one. Uh, so yeah, they're just they're the worst. They're just the worst people imaginable. And well, I'm sure a... there are worse people. Okay, well, they're the worst people to have been uh, inflicted onto Love Island. As okay, yeah, I think this is the worst lot. Oh really? Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Have them. you seen other series? Yeah, well, you know, true work and yeah. stuff. But uh, yeah, no. Um, as far as I'm concerned, it's not a good season. Not I don't think. Point. No, the people are quite boring and or stupid. So you know. they are very boring. I was I was saying um like earlier that the like there doesn't seem to be much sort of drama and it's all very kind of like it's all unless they're just brilliant actors and they're keeping everything under the surface, but like they're kind of real sort of um, like they're kind of real rational, like, okay, so you want to be with that other person? Okay, fine. And it's like, yeah. there's no, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, drama. Yeah. Like yeah. the producers are there like, fucking just, what? Yeah, That's, kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Give out to him, smash his face in. Chip Not a glass like, over obviously him. they don't like want it. to have like physical violence in it, but no. like, yeah, they, they definitely... They, they, they want a few drinks thrown up men. That's what they want for real. Because like, apparently mm. it's like way lower ratings than it is normally. So it does surprise me because they, they don't have a thing like they did the last time. They don't have like a, a, a Mora character to really, you know. Yeah, drive to, to every really, episode. Like, mix everything up. Like, um, and that's for, 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 for better or for worse, that's what they need. Like, you know, because it's that kind of show. It tries on the controversy of someone like her, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I got my first vaccine. Yes, very good. Exciting stuff. Um, Pfizer. Yeah. My brand. You, it's your brand. It's your jam, is it? It's my jam. <laughs> yeah, Pfizer's my jam. Yeah, I got Pfizer too. Um, how did you find the side effects, if any? Uh, swimmingly. Yeah, great. Yeah. And yeah. no, it was I wasn't great after it, but like you know, I I don't think some people are fine and then some people aren't super fine so like I was in that category so but I'm just glad I got it and you know we're all on on the road now yeah yeah that's it now yeah, on the road done. to getting out of Ireland I think that's the plan I think that's the goal that's the end game like yeah yeah to initially the game was to get to the pub but really the end game is to get out of the country you know, yeah for, yeah for at least a week yeah exactly so um, so that was a bit of like ex- something different and a bit of excitement in my life. Actually, I got it um, myself and my friend Nicola uh, 
we were half an hour like difference so i was able to actually go with her because um like we were in the same place getting it done so i was like oh i'll just chance my arm going half an hour early and i was able to go hold each other's hands (laughs) pretty much pretty much that's okay yeah no it's nice what about you did you get up to anything this week did you go to the cinema uh no no yeah. i was going to so see what happened was we went out on saturday uh afternoon slash evening for you know a few beer garden beers which were yeah. very nice uh but sunday which was my day for cinema was a total write-off because i was hung over so the book. And i've been a while since i've been hung over so i was yeah um yeah i didn't deal with it well so yeah i didn't Plus, go to cinema you know on saturday it was very warm here very warm so warm like like you were probably drinking for just thirst rather than "Mm, yeah yeah. you know this is nice this is nice sociable beers like no i was drinking to replenish fluids that i was (laughs) flop sweating out of me like so yeah um and it didn't didn't work out of the plan because yeah paid for it on sunday so no cinema on sunday but you know had a fun time on saturday that's the main thing yeah nice that sounds cool was um did you make any headway in the weather did i make any headway on the weather like taking advantage of it i should say yes i went down to wicklow and i went to the beach and like it just feels amazing it was the first time in ages i was in the irish sea that i wasn't suffering from some form of hypothermia and then also when i came out of the sea that I wasn't then struck down with some kind of pneumonia from the coldness of the wind. The Irish. Even more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So it was like the, the water wasn't as freezing. And then like, it was actually sunny and hot when you came out of the sea. So it was actually like, Oh, this feels like, and like a, some kind of foreign country, some foreign Mm. land. So possibly Mediterranean in origin, yes. And maybe Mediterranean, maybe, maybe. Australian, like who knows? Yeah, Somewhere was, not in Ireland anyway. It was a million degrees, so it could have been anywhere but Ireland, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but it was great. And uh, and you factored up, I hope, because you, like me, are susceptible to the, to the, like, to the UV. Yeah, you can't no, see still, it. You're still no, quite I, pale. I did definitely a, get a bit of colour. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I was just Good. showing Ronan my uh farmer tan yeah, on my yeah. neck and my arms. So yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Looked like the, the Tyrone flag, just red and white everywhere. Thank so, you. Yeah. I'm assuming they're red and white Tyrone, aren't they? I think they might be actually. Yeah, I think they are. Um Cooley. So who went foist last week? I genuinely can't remember. Um, I think you did. Did I? I okay. Did, yeah. well, then I'll let you. I'll let you crack on. So. Yeah. Cool. Um. So I actually can't remember what choices you gave me. Mm. Oh yes, we done these offline because we I did was these offline. Yeah. So, um, let me see. I just have them here. So I had the choice of Rush. Uh, yes. 2013 on Netflix or Chronicle 2012 on Disney Plus and I chose Chronicle oh interesting okay on Disney Plus 
Um, so for anyone who has never seen Chronicle, uh, it was made in 2012 and it basically follows three Seattle high school seniors and there's one character, Andrew, and he's the shy, lonely outcast um, of high school. And he he's played by Dane DeHaan. And Dane DeHaan just always reminds me of if Leonardo DiCaprio's character in Basketball Diaries, like if that character grew up. Mm. Um, Dane DeHaan kind of reminds me of him, but like yeah, he kind of he's kind of like yeah, an off-brand Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because he's kind yeah. of like, but he's like, he's definitely more troubled looking than like sort of Leo, Leo. Um, I'm just calling him Leo for this. Yeah, because yeah, because um, two are mates, like he's a, yeah, sure, busy mates. Well, you know, someone has to be. So. Um, <laughs> so he's kind of like you know beautiful and like blonde and like handsome or whatever and uh whereas Dane DeHaan has the kind of blonde and like handsome thing but he kind of is a bit more edge to him anyway yeah I suppose so he he kind of fits into this role really well because he's like sort of the outcast and he's bullied in his high school he doesn't really have any friends and he lives with his abusive and alcoholic father and his terminally ill mother um, and then he buys a camera to like a video camera because this is sort of pre iPhone like or actually it's probably not pre iPhone, but it's just it's sort of uh, it's just an added thing that he does. He 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 films. He decides to film things. So he has this like a film camera mm. um, that he brings around everywhere with him to film all the aspects of his everyday life. Um, then he has a cousin, Matt, and he drives him to school and he invites Andrew to go to a party one night. And uh, then we meet Steve. So Steve is played by Michael B. Jordan and he's a super popular guy. He's like, I think, running for like the class president kind of person. And um, basically the three of these characters form a bond because they end up on that night going into a cave and touching a weird thing so it's like a weird the, it's like a weird meteorite type thing. yeah it's sort of like yeah, a weird yeah. like not not like it's not or, a, it's like a weird sexual thing the way you make oh, it sound. did i say did i make it sound? okay you just so, like they touch a weird thing it's like yeah it's a it's a, it's a, it's a mysterious yeah. rock it's not like someone's penis well who knows um <laughs> who knows and but yeah, so basically they it's it kind of actually looks a bit like a ship, like if a ship had actually been there for like a thousand years. But okay, um, yeah, that's fair enough. But yeah, so it's just kind of this massive object in this cave and they touch it and then they kind of like uh they realize that they that they were given kind of powers from this. So um they kind of they start to move small stuff with their mind so it's kind of telekinetic powers they they notice first of all so they can move stuff with their minds like they move kind of like lego pieces and just kind of small shit like that around mm. and uh, then they realize as well they can fly so their abilities are like 
sort of they have so much that they can do and they're kind of finding out bits and pieces as they as they kind of go along um so yeah first of all they they use their abilities for kind of fun and games and kind of messing there was like a stage show that they did one time for like a talent show and like they were able to kind of mess around and look really cool and uh, then Andrew kind of turns it into sort of the dark side um he with his home life becoming like just rapidly getting worse with his dad and his mom um he just like easily loses temper and then he he Matt his cousin realizes that he's becoming more and more dangerous so then we see basically uh one of those characters uh dies and I don't want to give too much away but yeah it gets it gets pretty grim and it's you're just kind of like trying to see how this all plays out yeah so I don't want to kind of just in case anyone wants to watch this um but it's definitely yeah it's the whole film as well is is kind of told through the point of view of Andrew because you are it's kind of like a play in the whole loss or the found footage genre, I guess, wouldn't it be? Because the whole yeah. thing is told from the perspective of some form of in-character camera. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So because he's bringing around his camera all the time, like we are, as the audience, are looking through his lens every time he's like doing something or his friends are, the, the two lads are kind of messing around and, you know, he'll put the camera down uh and then he'll join them you know so it's it's all very much kind of like his his point of view yeah um the other point of view then we also can see is Matt's girlfriend Casey so she's kind of like a youtuber or like i think she's calls herself a video blogger but it's basically like a youtuber um and so she also has a camera so handily enough yeah for yeah. this film yeah um, a lot of conveniently then, placed cameras and yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, she yeah. also can use a camera and and so we can see how kind of it plays out from her point of view as well mm. um so yeah that's pretty much it obviously there's like way more to the story than that but like that's just a quick kind of rundown that's, yeah that's the, that's the rundown yeah um yeah so one point then like matt and uh his girlfriend Casey go to find Andrew and so she has a camera and she's filming everything even though like they are literally going like you know the possibility of dying is very very high Mm. and she's there filming away so that's when that whole genre of like that point of view camera stuff it really is like ridiculous yeah it suffers from its own logic in in, in that like at some point a rational person will put the camera down and just run yeah yeah like we don't need to film this like i know i guess when you think of it you know now like more and more crimes are committed and people i think just whip out their phones and start filming but this was before all that yeah yeah that's true so she's not carrying around a phone that's you know small stealthy thing she's carrying around a big feckin digital video camera like yes yeah but then also so like I guess in one sense you have those people that are like just going to video it and like not actually call for help 
And then you have people that are going to just like fuck the camera and just like ring the guards or ring whatever. Mm. So I guess, I don't know, maybe she's just one of those people before her time that like actually just wanted to film everything. But um, I think I'm just reading too much into this. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so it was interesting. Um, I wasn't gone on it, to be honest. And and I think it's it's that kind of camera work. I am. Um, yeah. It's just shaky, and it's all like handheld, trying to so it sort of like goes in and out of focus to make it a little bit more, like you know. It is somebody handheld filming it, like yeah. So that illusion, sort of yeah. shaky, and it's also very loud in parts because, like you know, it's sort of trying to be realistic so there's clashes and clangs and I don't like that you don't like that yeah and um yeah and just the kind of as I said the sort of unbelievability of like filming stuff when you're actually about to die and you're just like oh filming like bad things happening so um it's just I thought I was a little bit ridiculous Plus as well, I wasn't too sure. I knew I watched, like I was watching this on Disney, but like it's not a children's movie. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. It should be on like, it, it should be said it's on the star thing, Disney star, which is their oh, like grown okay. up. Because I actually just went on to Disney and then I just searched it and then I found it and watched it. Yeah. So I didn't like go down through that avenue. But like, yeah, I was like thinking like, thinking, I think, I don't know what I was expecting. I think I was thinking this is like more like a teen like drama kind of thing and then it was like oh no this is like this is way more intense um, superhero-y yeah. yeah but uh it's kind of like well it's sort of more like anti-hero or setting up one character to be a superhero um yeah. but yeah so it's but it's i think it's worth a watch if you've uh, like a cold rainy day going on and you've got nothing else to do that's true and it's nice and quick as well don't you one one hour 25 i think also uh so when i was like googling more stuff about it um i realized that the (laughs) the director uh did everything in his power for the sequel not to happen oh yeah so josh trank the script writer for chronicle said that there is a director for or sorry yeah, Max uh, Landis was the, Max was Landis the writer. Was the yeah. But Josh Trank actually revealed that the script for Chronicle 2 uh, had been written a few years back. Mm. Um, but he he apparently has been accused of like trying not to make it happen. So it's a funny one. There's obviously a lot yeah. of drama kind of behind the scenes in it. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you always wonder when you hear those kind of things, like whether like he was happy with the outcome of the way it was or the way it looked or whatever. Um, I don't think it was, I think he was just more precious about keeping the original as it's, or the first film as its own thing. He didn't want it to be. This whole separate thing. Yeah. 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 I don't think he wanted it to be. And like, he as a, he as a director has gone on to have one of the big all time meltdowns in Hollywood. Like, cause he went on to direct the Fantastic Four remake. The one that was awful. Oh. And yeah, he was basically kicked it off, kicked off it before it was released, and then like went on a big Twitter rant about how the re- the version that was released was nothing to do with him, and my well, version would have been better. And I think no, no, there's no shoot, no studios will actually go near him now, apparently. I think the best way 
to burn your career is do that. <laughs> it's going on Twitter and yeah. uh, giving the two fingers to like, fuck you and fuck you and another thing. Yeah. Um, but, that was the studio. You know? And Max Landis, I think, has been totally metooed in the meantime. He's not getting any air either. Like, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember so, this came out, but I don't remember like a whole load of hype. But actually, on yeah. its ratings, it got it did quite well. I um, liked it when it came out, and yeah. I was very impressed that it was made for like ten million, which wow, yeah, is astonishing when you see what's on screen. Like, it's actually. I think they do a lot though. That like, I mean, it looks like it was filmed on a camera phone. So I know, but the, what you see is I know. completely yeah, know, like all the stuff that's. That is special effects. It's all it all yeah. looks completely realistic, like you know. It is, and even and though actually, it's low quality video footage, it is the stuff that they're looking at is quite and high. and you know yeah because like there are flying scenes and to kind of shoot like three guys kind of trying to pretend they're flying like mm. in a kind of a they sort of set one of the scenes in kind of like a junkyard kind of place because obviously they want to try this out they they want to try out powers and stuff in sort of like a more reclusive setting not like in the middle of like their park or whatever yeah, so yeah. um like and those kind of scenes are actually done really well like you don't see a mad green screen effect on their images or anything so like yeah that's true that it's it actually it looks really well and there's a big like kind of climactic fight scene towards the end so it's mm. very um it for that actually yeah you're right it is actually quite it's shot quite well but having said that i wasn't uh i wasn't too keen on the whole film so no. uh i'm yeah. i'm not very happy that you made me watch that basically okay. <laughs> um, it, was, it was it was one of those 50 50s it was gonna go i think so way. totally yeah. yeah 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 but i think if it was actually shot re- on the regular and maybe just brought in some of those shaky ha- you know some of those scenes then i would have probably enjoyed it but um it just kind of got really old really quickly when I was watching it. But look, mm. some people might love that shit. That's true. You did. Well, I mean, I think I I, I liked it. And I think yeah. that kind of genre of film, the whole handheld found footage thing can be done, if it's done well, can be very effective. Like very Blair Witch. Fun. Like Blair Witch. That was the first one, wasn't it? Uh, but even Blair Witch to this day will unsettle you, you know, because it is shot very raw and realistically like. Yeah. And... And then the further up you go on the budget scales, things like Cloverfield and stuff, which would be yeah, again very well done. But I'd also time, like it's... to throw out um, uh, this is the end, as they did actually film a lot of that. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a reach <laughs> in in their diary room, and yeah. I I don't know. I think it's worth adding in. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a reach. That's a reach. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> we will um have to agree to disagree on that one okay, okay. but yeah oh that's a good that's also a great film if you want to say um yeah. okay yep that's me that's your done um uh my choices were uh split oh yeah and my phone's gone dead so i can't even look up the other shows do you have the message oh here? yeah i do actually yeah um because i was just looking up there so i said uh this way up oh yes the, that's the series on yeah. or split uh, on netflix split. yeah so i went for split okay 
which I had not seen. Um, I wasn't too sure if you'd seen that or not, because I thought no, like being a superhero I, or a comic head. Yeah, no, I didn't see it in the end. But again, it's it's not something that because I mean, it, it, when it came out, it was kind of presented as a sort of a, a supernatural, cyber, psychological entity. Tro- yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it was, and it, come the end of it, it's very much a different thing altogether. Um, so essentially, the story is you have uh, what's his name, McAvoy, James McAvoy, James McAvoy. Yeah, uh, he plays uh, Kevin Wendell Crumb, who is suffering from uh, dissociative identity disorder or multiple personalities. Multiple personalities, to be blunt about it. Uh, uh, you find out through the story that he's. Uh, basically seeing a psychologist um, and has and through these sessions with the psychologist has identified 23 distinct um, alter egos uh, which uh, appear to have been the product of childhood abuse and abandonment um, I'm going to burn through this really quickly because I did go into a deep dive as a result of the film's ending and stuff so um, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll do the quick rundown of the story and then I'll get into spoilers yeah. and stuff um, so at the beginning, the, the most common uh, alter alter ego is Barry, who uh, seems to be in control of what other alter egos come to the front. Um, uh, and Barry has stopped uh, other alter egos named Dennis and Patricia uh, to have control uh, because Dennis appears to harass young girls. And Patricia seems to be uh, uh, in, in belief that there's another personality within him called the Beast. Uh, who has plans to rid the world of um, people who are impure, which we find out is people who have not suffered, essentially, in their past. So um, that's basically the rundown. Uh, Dennis gets gets, uh, control and ends up kidnapping three teenage girls, uh, one of which is played by Anya Taylor-Joy. I think this was her first role. Yeah, that was the time I I kind of... I recognized her only first from there, I think. Mm, I think she's gone into doing many, many things. Uh, oh, yeah. Most, re- most recently was the, uh, the chess thing on Netflix, which was awesome. Have you seen that one? Yeah, the chess thing. I think that's yeah. the name of it too, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's totally the name. Yeah, yeah. But it's very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those who have seen it know what I'm talking about, but I can't think of the name. Of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't actually think of the name. Of it. Yeah, uh, exactly. I've actually yeah, never yeah. seen it, but it, yeah. looks, it looks deadly. It's the chess thing. <laughs> sure. Yeah, type it into Netflix, you'll get it. Uh, so anyway, uh, the three girls are imprisoned in a bunker that's underground, uh, under the zoo in Philadelphia, which is where uh, Kevin works. Um, uh, they make several attempts to escape, such as, uh, you know, trying to go through the vents or manipulating you know, other Kevin's alter egos, including a, a young boy named Hedwig. Um, uh, the, the way he switches between the t- characters is very good and it's ultimately the best thing in the film is James McAvoy just doing all these different characters it's astonishing to see He's him do it like unbelievable it's, like, it's, I, I, it's actually it's ridiculous how good it is like uh, how good he going, is at doing these I know because he's going like from li- literally like little boy and then to like woman and then like mature woman and then like going into kind of a weird kind of predator guy yeah um, yeah who's kind of like more like so he kind of sounds like an ex-army kind of guy um and then yeah i guess like all the time in the background it has this they all kind of start talking about the beast isn't it yeah yeah like, exactly so so the beast who we have uh 
up until this point not seen or uh, witnessed in any way. Um, but we also find that through the psychologist's um, assessment of him that so one of the personalities uh, actually, uh, some of the personalities actually change uh, Kevin's physical physiology. Uh, one of them had... Uh, That's actually, really fucked as well. Yeah, it's really fucked as well. It's complete nonsense. Of course, it doesn't happen in real life. But, and I'm sure like the the the, the mental the, the, the mental illness Help. community would... Uh, yeah. Would love raging. to rage over this film. But um, uh, yeah, essentially, uh, like one of the one of the characters actually has diabetes. And when he's that character, his body actually gives off the symptoms of diabetes and shuts down because of diabetes. So uh, essentially, it all leads to the beast coming to a head, uh, literally coming to the front in control. And of course, he does change the physiology of Kevin. He becomes super strong and uh, almost like an animal, climb walls, hang out of ceilings, all sorts of stuff. And the way that's filmed as well, Hmm. James McAvoy is like, I don't know, quite a small framed guy. Yeah or like small medium and like he literally looks like he's gained about i i know it's all probably cgi but like he well, but i'd say it's the way it's probably filmed now looking into it he did put on a quite a bit of muscle just so when he did become the beast he looks the part like you know um but the way they do it physically is that you see the the veins start to come into his skin and stuff because obviously he's becoming super strong or whatever and that's when he becomes the beast and of course the beast is uh as the name dictates, terrifying. Um, but yeah, so uh, we'll get into spoilers now because that's basically the rundown of the story. Okay, so um, if you haven't watched it and you don't want to know anymore, then just like flick ahead. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So um, so from this point on, we're, we're in spoiler territory. Uh, so the beast comes to, to the front, comes to control. Um, he, the, when the psychologist comes to the lair, um, she, he, the, the beast kills her crushed her to death basically just by putting his arms around her and squeezing the life out of her um, he kills the two girls that are in the basement uh, and also eats some of them uh, he's quite is a cannibal as well um, it's kind of done off screen but you see him basically yeah, eating yeah. the two girls essentially so it's not like a gory gory film but you know the implication is there obviously uh, but he does not kill the last girl played by Anastasia Joy because he sees that she uh, has a, a traumatic past and a history of self-harm which is left with scars all over her torso and stuff so he sees that she is essentially has suffered yeah. and she is yeah. impure or pure sorry impure to people who haven't been killed or hurt in their past or suffered or what have you and um, because uh, he has suffered and therefore and um, people who don't are impure essentially um and they so have anyway, a bond and they have a bond they have a moment a bond which which pays off later and um, in what i will get to later on but uh, yeah, that's essentially that film. Yeah. Uh, he escapes. Uh, now, the big twist, of course, because it's M. Night Shyamalan, is that the film uh, up to now has been a damn standalone thing. It's actually a sleuth, sneaky sequel to Unbreakable, which yes. was Shyamalan's second film back in 2001. With Bruce Willis. With Bruce Willis and Simon L. Jackson. So at the end, you basically see a cafe uh, where they're talking about what has uh, transpired in Philadelphia Zoo or underneath it, um, saying that this man got away and he was basically um, done done all the things that we see in the film. Um, He's been nicknamed the Horde by the media and uh, one of the women at the counter comments, oh, the Horde, that's just like that thing that happened years ago with that guy, Mr. Glass. Or what was his name again? The guy who caused all those terrorist attacks. And Bruce Willis is sitting there playing the, the same counter. character at the counter, playing the same character he did in Unbreakable, uh, saying, yeah, his name was Mr. Glass. 
And boom, film is obviously just setting up another film, which will be the sequel to both Unbreakable and this film Split. So yeah, it was a sneaky sequel, which was, I'm sure, mind blowing at the time because I don't think anyone's ever made a sneaky sequel in in that way, like you know. Uh, yeah. So I definitely I remember when I watched that first, I didn't know that was coming, and I remember just being like, "Oh shit!" Because I actually really like Unbreakable. Unbreakable is one of my favorite films. Like, yeah, I know. loved Unbreakable. So uh, so anyway, because of that, and because that happened, I was like, "Feck, now I'm gonna have to go and watch." Unbreakable. Unbreakable, which I did. And the, the film, which has subsequently come out, called Glass, which is the, oh, the, yeah. third, the third in this trilogy. So, yeah, that's what I did. Um, do we want to talk quickly about those? Yeah. Just to round it out, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. So, Unbreakable, uh, for those who don't know, real quickly, uh, Bruce Willis plays a really unassuming man. Um, security guard at a football stadium. Very quiet. New York kind of guy. Uh, he's involved in a train crash. Uh, which kills everyone on board except him, and he is not going to mark him. He's un- he's unhutched. He's unhurt. Uh, so, which is uh, shocking because I think everyone else dies. Everyone like, dies. dies. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like literally at the, at the time, they're like, "You're you and this man here are the only two survivors," and he's about to die, and you see him bleed out as he's talking to him. Like it's 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 one of uh, the better made films that Shatterman's made because he's made some stinkers in his time since. Uh, so anyway, uh, through the bells and whistles, he meets up with um, Samuel L. Jackson in that film, who uh, essentially is the opposite to what Bruce Willis is in that he has this brittle bone disease, which means he breaks his bones very easily um, and uh, has has very poor quality of life because of it. He, But he is of the belief that if he is somewhere in that spectrum, there must be someone on the other side of it. Uh, who is unbreakable essentially who doesn't break easily who is super strong and who is everything he's not essentially so he leads Bruce Willis to believe he is this person and of course Bruce Willis is that person he just never realized it until somebody somebody pointed it out to him so yeah we find out through that he is unbreakable he is super strong and uh, also has like the ability to see badness in people just by touching them um, yeah, he knows whether so if you're a good guy he, or a bad guy. He knows whether they're good or bad. He can detect people's personalities based on touch. So it, come the end of that film, we see that Bruce Willis has become sort of a superhero type. Yeah. Sort of a, vid- a vigilante in disguise. But the twist ending... Because it's even like visually, like he's kind of, like he's not so much wearing a cape, but he wears this kind of security it's a, it's a guard. Ra- it's, a, it's a rain poncho that he yeah. wears when, when he's at the games for, you know, security purposes. Like, you know, but it's it just looks... His, for all intents and purposes, yeah. the silhouette is—it's like a superhero thing. Like, yeah, yeah. And when these, when, when his, when his sketch appears in the newspapers as like the unknown hero, it looks like a superhero with a cape, like you know. Yeah. So it's all very subtly done, and it was a really good film when it came out, and I really enjoyed it. It was kind of like a, a an origin story mixed in with a drama sort of thing, like you know, of a superhero. So yeah, imagine my surprise when it turns out that Split was a sequel to that film, um, and setting up. What should have been a mouth-watering prospect of a third film? Oh, but the, the the twist ending to the to the first one, Unbreakable, is that um, Samuel L. Jackson had caused the train crash to begin with. Also, to begin with, and he'd also caused a few other terrorist attacks as well, in search of this person who he was convinced was out there. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So yeah, he's basically put in in, in a hospital, mental. a mental hospital, or what have you. Yeah. Criminally insane. So, smash cut to. 
what, 20 odd years later. So we have Split coming out, which is now the sequel to both films. Um, or sorry, Glass is coming out, which is now the sequel to both films. Um, so Glass basically sets it up that uh, Bruce Willis has been, he's been operating with his son as a sort of a vigilante team. Uh, the two of them have gone around basically uh, undoing wrongs and rescuing people where they can. Um, and yeah, that's essentially that's essentially what Bruce Willis is up to. Uh, Samuel Jackson is still in the mental hospital and the Beast is still on the loose, as in uh, James McAvoy's character. Um, they all end up in, I can't remember why, but they all end up back in the mental, back in the mental institution where Samuel L. Jackson is. Bruce yeah. Willis gets cap. Bruce Willis gets captured trying to rescue a lot of girls that the Beast has kidnapped, I think. Yeah. And the, the two of them get captured in that scenario, I think. Excuse me. <coughs> I seen, I, I've seen Glass. I haven't seen it in like, I think, I don't know, must be two years now. So I kind of can't fully remember the story, but you're reminding me what, as you're going on. Mm. Yeah, so they end up capturing the three of them. They're all in the same mental institution, which was being run by a woman uh, played by Sarah Paulson. Oh, yeah. Um, Who's amazing. So, Who's very good in it. Yeah, like, I mean, the acting in all these films is quite good. It's just at, at certain points, the story becomes ridiculous, you know? Um, and that's what happens, especially with Glass. It becomes a bit farcical. And it kind of undoes the really good drama work that had, been, that had come before it. Like, because yeah. Split as a standalone film is excellent. Um, and Unbreakable as its own film is excellent also and I think yeah, yeah I won't go into the spoilers of, of, of uh, Glass um, because it's quite a new film or what have you but um, for me it let Split down because it wasn't as good as it could have been yeah so that's why I kind of wanted to talk about because uh, Split could have been a lot better as it was as it was like you know if it had left it alone as its own film it probably would have survived better like but because for me glass and was the, a disappointment and the fact that like the beast is out there still and yeah, yeah. you know or maybe if it had been got its own standalone sequel maybe you know that might have worked better but tying it in with the previous film and then to make a film that sort of puts the two of them together it's the film in the last the the, the glass film lets the three of them down i think plus as well i think with um with split like part of what was so interesting yeah, like you said it, I mean, James James McAvoy's acting going in between all the different characters. And then basically what happens is he becomes the beast and, and because the beast is the personality that is the strongest, like he's just the only character then in Glass, isn't he? He's You see the other characters, but they don't have anywhere near much to do, like because yeah, it becomes... The has become the main... Yeah. Yeah, he becomes the main oh. character, and then it just becomes about the three characters coming together, um, and essentially just your average superhero showdown. Yeah, which becomes quite below average as it turns out. Like, um, and the 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 really well, the really well performed acting from the previous film kind of gets, you know, undone by this. But I do mm. think it's really worth watching, though. It's worth watching as a like that's why I kind of felt compelled to watch. Yeah. Even though I didn't have to, like, I really wanted to see where it went, like, um, but yeah, um, it kind of, it kind of like you know undone two really good films for me by watching the third one, um, but it is worth watching just to see where where it all ends up, like you know, yeah, um, but um, yeah, so that was split. I really enjoyed Split as a as a film itself. Um, McAvoy was just unreal, enough, you know, yeah, yeah, it's 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 
it's a it's 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 acting 101 like you know did he get like nominated for stuff with that because i don't think he did like no i I don't think they're kind of nominating on that kind of acting anymore it's kind of like it's a different style of acting like years ago it would have been you know the way to go like you know yeah actors pretending to be people with mental disorders or what have you like but i think now they kind of just they're staring away from that in terms of oscars it seems you know that's that Mm. trilogy is called the east trail 177 trilogy because mm, that's the train crash that starts it all with, with Bruce Willis at the start. Yeah. But I actually, that's the, I didn't and that, that. that. And that comes back into it in the third film as well, which should have been a nice way to tie everything up, but it didn't, you know? Um, yeah. Rowan's just like not having any glass. No, no, glass. Yeah, it's. So one film, one Unbreakable v, v, VG, Split yeah. VG. VG. And then uh, glass, glass, not PG. No, no, great. We would just say not very good. Yeah, yeah. and that's the problem with Shyamalan because uh, Shyamalan or whatever his name is, he's very hit and miss. Shyamalan, <laughs> he's very hit and miss because he's made some absolutely brilliant films like Six Sense and Unbreakable, and and then he's made some absolute howlers like, oh, I think he done that Airbender film, which was just garbage. No, he didn't. Did he done the last Airbender? Yeah. Or what was um? And the uh, the thing with Will Smith where he's on the. Did he on the get path, a lot of son or something? What was the one with though? Was it? Did he make the one with Mark Wahlberg? Um. Oh my God! I did. He. F- I forgot about that <laughs> garbage film. Like yeah, the happening. Oh, the happening. Where, where Mark Wahlberg's talking to plants or something like. <laughs> talking to the talking to the plants, the plants are animals. The plants are the plants are like making people commit suicide and he's like talking the plants trying to reason with like a plastic ficus I think it turns out to be like <laughs> I'm not joking I think the plant turns out to be plastic and he's standing oh. there trying to honestly reason with it like I was like no this is no, no. yeah terrible yeah. Oh. but actually I remember the village got really so much stick um but I actually liked it there village is that's the one where the 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 the, the ye olde town is being terrorized by a beast or something or uh, I don't know. What? Um, right there. I can't. I want to just look this up real quick because maybe I'm getting them mixed up. Um, unless I'm wrong. Is it? Which one is it? Sir. Um, Remember liking signs. Yeah. The village Moment. was. Maybe I'm actually getting. Oh, no, it was Lady in the Water. I liked and that got a lot of really bad reviews. That I was with. That that's with. Um, your one. Um, it's, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Well, she's yeah, in yeah. his movies, but like. um. Yeah, I actually quite enjoyed that one. And then the village, she's in it as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's kind of like they're um whatever, Amish or something, or kind of like weird. <laughs> they're they're sort of weird like that. I think it's a thing where they lead to believe it's like the 18th century or something. Oh it's yeah, not, and then they walk like out day. and it's actually grand. Yeah. It's actually modern day, like yeah. 
Yeah, he's made a lot of a lot of. Oh my god, he did. She's all that. No, he didn't. Surely not. Why is that here in the where M Night Shyamalan? <laughs> Maybe he wrote it. Did he write it? Oh, was he? I know, I know he wrote Stuart Little. Yeah. So he wrote. Did he write that under a, a pseudonym? God, I don't know. I couldn't tell you now. Um, I'm like, yes. Oh no, he didn't. And my Shyamalan is the screenplay. Um, yeah. how did this be under? Why is this film under M. Night Shyamalan movies then? Okay, I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to investigate further on this. Yes, it's, but it's... the internet is lying or M. Night Shyamalan has something to do with She's All That. Well, now I must know. Why is it there? I have a feeling, did M. Night Shyamalan ever use a pseudonym? Because I feel like he might have called himself something else and then no no that guy is real <laughs> uh, <laughs> i was like looking up this guy's name and thinking maybe that's what m night Shyamalan used to call himself like when he first started out and Ooh. then it's like no no that's a totally legit looking dude and he has a career doing stuff anyway um yeah, I don't know why. Oh, the happening fucking hell. Yeah, that's like one of those so bad it's hilarious kind of things. Oh, signs is what I was thinking of as well. I actually didn't that's, mind it too much. I didn't mind that one either. That was a Mel Gibson one. That was okay. Yeah, the and I think that got ridiculous. like, yeah, I think it got a lot of bad sort of uh, vibes, but I think mm. it was actually grand. No, it was all right. I was okay Ooh, with that. Glass got 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that sounds about right to me too. What did Split get? 77. Hmm. I actually would rate Split definitely way more than that. Uh, I, I'd give Split 77 out of 100. That's good. That's a good score. Six, Six Sense got 86. Six Sense, though, is a fucking great M. Night Shyamalan movie. It's a brilliant film. It really yeah. is. Like, I'm like, I'm sure everyone and, their, and... everyone and their mother has seen it now. Like, But if you haven't seen it, seek it out it's well worth a watch but it's also one of those films that you can actually watch again because you're like looking out for different things in it you know yeah once you know the ending you kind of look back on it and go jesus yeah that was good yeah because the first time i saw it was like "Ah." there was a lot of jumps in it yeah yeah i was kind of freaky yeah but he's 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 good with that though he's good with the freaky kind of and the jumps Mm. um yeah, so that's I think that's a that's a three and one for you. That was a three and one for you. Yeah, I just thought it's uh, you know give you give you my verdict in the lot because once you see how tied in that it was to other films, you kind of have to. Yeah, you sort of have take, to do all three. Yeah, yeah, because like I said, taken on their own merit, the first and second films are brilliant. Like, but as a trilogy, they're kind of all let down by the third one. I think. Yeah. So. Ah. So uh. I actually, I honestly though, I I think it's worth watching Glass with it as well because I, it's well, yeah, just, it's yeah. one of those things. It's like, yeah, it's it's definitely worth a watch. Hmm. Um, so I'm glad that you made me watch it. Oh, good! I'm delighted. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. And his new movie, Old, is coming out soon, actually. Old, huh? Yeah, it's got um, uh, Thomasine McKenzie. You know, she was in, she's been, she's actually in loads of films now. Uh, she's doing really well. She's uh, Thomasine McKenzie. She's in, um, or Thomasin, I don't know. Uh, she's in, oh, I actually gave it to you. Uh, the Taika Waititi uh, film about oh him. yes yes yeah yeah um, she's in that but Jojo she's Rabbit. a load of other films as well recently yeah. that I've just seen her in and um, but yeah so old is M. Night Shyamalan's new film okay. so that will be one to watch every time I see the name East Trail 177 I just think of E17 because it's just like it has East and 7 in it so it's all I can think about. Hmm. I'm just reading the synopsis here. Too old. A thriller about a family on a tropical island who discover that the secluded beach where they are relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly, reducing their entire lives into a single day. Yeah, it's booked, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's out actually. One. That's out on Friday. All right. Okay. Um. Also, oh. I kind of feel like that was happening to me on British Bay Beach uh, <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> Age 40 years and one day, did you? <laughs> I was there with my nephew. So every time they approached the shore, I was just like by harsh fucking almost had a harsh attack. And I was just like, oh my gosh. I thought Very you were right beside me two seconds ago and now you're like almost swimming to England. Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah. Where's he gone? Ah! <laughs> ah, where are you? Where have you gone? Yeah. Um, Good yeah. times. <laughs> so I feel like I've lived that film. It might yeah. actually bring back some kind of. Uh, yeah, you've been having some post traumatic stress. And... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, cool. So, do you have anything um going on this week? Uh, let me see. What have I got going on this week? Um, no, nothing big. Uh, I am going out for more pine. <laughs> No, well, if I can, if I will, maybe, uh, maybe, um, but yeah, no, nothing, nothing's in the pipeline at the moment. More hot weather to come. I so know. It's, I it's it's actually looking like it's gonna be hmm. so hotter fully, than I, it is now. I fully expect to look like a melted belly come the end of the week. Um, what you say? I said I, I'm gonna look like a melted welly <laughs> by the end of the week. I just <laughs> said you were gonna like feel like a melted welly, and I was just kind of like how. How do you feel like that? I mean, what is that? <laughs> what does that even mean? Like, I mean, when I say feel, I must. I, I meant look. I'm gonna oh, look yeah. like a melted well. Yeah. Nice, yeah. attractive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I am in no way exaggerating. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I. It's the same sort of with me too. Oh, I'm actually gonna be starting to dog sit. Uh, from tomorrow night. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so that'll be me and Spike. Um, so he'll probably be actually in on the recording next next week. Mm. Um, because he'll probably not leave my side, and uh, that'll be nice. Our first um, guest. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? Rough. <laughs> oh, so wise. So yeah, wise. So wise. Four roughs out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
He knows his yeah. stuff, though. He knows, he does. He knows he what does. he likes, you he's know. A, he's, a, he's a wise dog. Can't fault him. Can't fault no. him for that. Um, cool. So do you have any idea of what you want to ask? get me yeah to i've got a i've got a couple of options for you uh, i'm not sure which of these you've seen so i uh, will give you the first two on the list and then we'll work from there okay so your first choice is dum, da, da, dum, uh, the equalizer okay starring uh, denzel washington is that a goer uh when where is that on uh, netflix okay cool yeah okay Grant, that's a go. We've marked that as number one. Yeah, I haven't seen um, that. Number dos. Oh, calm down. <laughs> bit of bit of hot weather and he's fucking speaking I know, yeah. Spanish. Oh, I thought it was Italian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Due. Uh, Due. There you go. Yeah. My ignorance knows no bounds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your second choice is the Italian. Meg. The Meg. The Meg. That's the yes. shark, isn't it? Or sure the is. Tron or whatever it is. And yeah. is that on Netflix Apple? also? Oh, it's Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I think they're actually on both, but yeah, might as well stick to Netflix. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, actually. I feel like when I was watching something on Amazon Prime, um, I noticed that there were films there and they looked like um I, I just thought I saw them on Netflix too. So are they, are some films sharing the platform? Yeah, hundred percent. I think some films, they just say, yeah, put it on all of them. Okay. Have it. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, obviously yeah. Cheaper for the, it's obviously cheaper for the platforms to get it, but yeah. No, I noticed that the, the, the Matrix trilogy popped up on both of them this week. So. Right. So they're so just. I think they just, yeah. they just put them out there. Yeah. Get all the money in. Yeah, no, fair enough. Mm. I mean, uh, like it works for the punter because then it's just like whatever platform whatever, they have, yeah. it'll be whatever on. service you have, it'll be there exactly. Yeah, I cool. wish they'd just come up with like some sort of master ticket where you just have all of them for a set price and don't have to worry about jumping from. I think that's called monopoly though, and I don't think they're <laughs> allowed for fair trading for that. Whatever. But, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, you big communist. No, I just want everything the same. I want it all in one spot and I don't want to be paid a fair wage and I want to work in a gulag for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, gulag. And I want to... I don't want... even know what a gulag is. <laughs> I just know it's something from communist Russia. <laughs> it's a prison. Well, there you go. I want to be a prison guard in Russia. <laughs> oh, no, you won't be the prison guard. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm not the prison guard. No, I don't. I, I'm there for robbing a loaf of bread for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> it's uh, what's the actual looking <laughs> on Gulag now? <laughs> yeah, so they're forced labor camps. Ah, there oh, you go. Okay, so Gulag well, is actually the government agency in charge of the Soviet network of forced labor camps set up by Vladimir Lenin. Yeah, there you go. I I want to work for Lenin as one of his gulag administrators. That's what I am. <laughs> <laughs> while, watching, while watching my one streaming service that has everything. <laughs> With that old black and white movie yeah. that's just playing 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's called Russia is Great. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, God, that would be so amazing. I know. I'm pretty sure that's what it's like in North, North Korea. Yeah, true. 
just take everything I just said. You can replace Russia with North Korea. Same yeah. Um, cool. Okay, so I have for you two uh, films. Yes. Uh, one is Good on Paper, and that's on Netflix. Yeah, okay. Not seen that one. Chop that up. And then I have Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Barb and Star go to... No, don't know that one either. Okay. And that's on Sky Cinema. Cool. Uh, so I'm seeing it like that because they're from Nebraska. Nebraska, eh? eh? But uh, yeah, and they, they talk like that all the time in the movie, Barb and Star. Okay, Marge. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, I, was, that's cargo. I, was, I was flying in between states there. Um, but yeah, so they're your two. So awesome. yeah, good on paper, Netflix, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar on Sky Cinema. Yeah. You just oh, have to I, say Barb and Star like Barb that. and Star. You can't. I, I, I have Barb to watch it. Star. My accent's not working. It's. Uh, I'll have to watch it to refine my my Nebraskaness. Yeah, uh, they're both a bit of fun movies. Do you know they're not like any kind of mad, crazy shit. Um, cool, bro. Okay, well we might as well leave it there, and um, we will talk to you guys next week you can follow us on uh at why did you podcast on instagram or you can email us at uh why did you podcast at gmail.com hmm. and of course no, you can no discord you are <laughs> no discord whatever that is we don't have that oh yeah. yeah 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 uh no because i'm so against that everyone gets well, I... their accounts hacked on discord I don't even know what it is. What is it? I just heard people it's talking another, about it. It's another platform. Um, but like, say for instance, like I had like some people in my college used it um, mm. to to like chat. So you can kind of basically set up a, a channel and the channel will have like, you could have like 30, 40 people on it. And it's like a message board, I guess. And what's the hook? What's the difference between this and something else? Like that's... Is there any like unique feature to it's, this? Like essentially, it's like a modern forum. Right, like okay. remember, like people used like forums like on the internet when the internet for like message boards. Right. Okay. And boards actually was it boards.e was that the one that we had here? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas like message boards, whereas like Discord is kind of like that. It's kind of like Reddit, is it? Oh uh, yeah, actually Reddit would probably be the next the most similar thing to to it interesting but it's not very secure as you yeah um and then loads of people were using it in my college and i was like i'm not signing up to that bullshit so we say that now but <laughs> we all said that about instagram and facebook and whatever else came before that like so no way yeah listen vine is dead myspace <laughs> is dead <laughs> Bebo, Bebo refuses to die. It fucking it came back. It came, it back. came back. Nobody cared, but it came back. MySpace came back actually for a, a little blip as well. And then it fucked off <laughs> right where Forever. it came back from. Yeah. <laughs> back to obscurity from whence it came. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. Uh so stay in touch if you want and um give us some ideas if you'd like. Um, but yeah. We will see you guys next week. Okay. Enjoy the hot weather, guys.
Bye. Bye.